Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. Change can be a good thing, but the uncertainty of moving forward can spark fear and maybe even stress. Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group have a guest who might be able to help with that. This is The Green Zone, and Jeff and Lauren are speaking with Cindy Wiley, a career and life transition coach. And this big transition we're talking about, right, Jeff, is the move to retirement? It's a big transition for people. I would say the majority of our clients are retirees or, or those you know re- retiring from the oil and gas industry and leaving their work for the past 30 plus years of their life. I have a partner right now in the office who's considering retiring, right? And he is struggling with it mightily. You know, because in my office, a lot of goes, Jeff, I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, I don't know what to do with myself. It's an issue that life transition, especially from retirement or from working to, to retirement is a big transition. I'm a huge advocate of having a coach. I personally have had a coach for the past 18 years. My coach is an industry-specific coach. I attribute a lot of my success to him. He'll tell me, Jeff, it's 5% me and 95% you. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't be doing that 95% if he wasn't helping me figure out what it was to be doing. He helps me with my client experience, which is most important to me, and just helping improve my business. So I wanted to bring Cindy on, and I've had the pleasure of speaking with Cindy a couple of times. She she specializes in life transition coaching. Is that right, Cindy? Yes, that's exactly right. Could you tell us a little bit about coaching and 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 that that transition from working to retirement? Okay, perfect. Thank you, Jeff. And I'm with you. The 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 transition that I enjoy the most because I can relate to the best is retirement coaching. I'll get into that, but I think that that your listeners might benefit from understanding what coaching is, what it isn't, how it's different from therapy, that kind of thing. Would it be okay if I start with that? Absolutely. Please enlighten us. Okay. All right. Glad to hear that you've got a coach too. Fabulous. So do I. Every coach should have a coach. Of course, I'm biased, but I think everyone should have a coach. (laughs) You're right. My coach does have a coach. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most therapists have therapists. Most coaches have coaches. It, it just it, it it helps us as we work with our clients to, to better understand what we're doing because we all have we all have those filters that they keep us that they keep us stuck. So, in that transition, the the most important thing to know about coaching is it's it's not about the coach giving advice or giving directives. It's not consulting. It's not motivational speaking. To the contrary, ultimately, it's about what the client chooses to do. So coaching is actually, it's a partnership and in which the client, the client has the answers to what will work for them. And so the coach's role is to help them find those answers, and then put them into practice in order then to get them unstuck and propel them into a course of action. Well, uh, you know, that you, you just described exactly 
what my coach does. You're right. I mean, there, there's no magic pill for anything. And people in my industry are always looking for the magic pill. I, you know, I, I, how do you do this? How, you know, give me, give me what works. And that's not it. That's not the answer. The answer is within. And he told me this one time, and this has stuck with me for, and, and it has worked for me, but he said, he said to me one time, Jeff, ask yourself better questions and you'll get better answers. And that is really what you just said. And you, like my coach, help people find those answers that are within them. That's, that's, is, that is exactly right. The good news is I can't screw this up because ultimately it's not about me. It really is about you. It's about the client. It is. It's asking those, it's, it's asking those questions that, that you need in order to reframe, readjust your thinking. I mean, we, we all have filters. We all have life experiences and in life history, we, we develop a way of looking at things. It, it makes us who we are. It helps us do what we do best, but some we grow out of, some just don't suit us well, but they're still our default. So it's, it's about your values and your belief system. You know, we all have a value system and a belief system and, and then you, Exactly. Yeah. And then you help you help people really understand what their values are and what their beliefs are. That is at the heart of coaching. That is the the overarching key to all coaching is identifying the values. Because if I don't coach to the values, and they're again, they're not my values. They are the client's values. Then it's not going to work. And that's one of the things that we do early, early, early in working with clients. There are there are different ways to assess values, and I'll we can talk about that in a little bit. But the we can do a basic wheel of life. Uh, you know, here are all the components of life. Where are you? Where do you want to be? What's keeping you? What's keeping you stuck? The the other thing about coaching is that generally it's short term. It's about a 12-week contract because it takes about three months to really make small, incremental, achievable steps. There's that ladder analogy where if the rungs are too far apart, it's too big a struggle. You're not you're not going to feel comfortable. It, you're just going to quit. But if you've got intermediate rungs on the ladder, then it's much easier to move forward to get to that third or fourth higher rung. Yeah. My, my contract must have expired for the, it's three weeks. So I've been, like I said, I've been doing this for 18 you years. You've seen a lot of coaching. <laughs> a lot of coaching. Well, and, and, and please don't misunderstand. I would love to have you as a coach. Let's talk after this, shall we? <laughs> it's generally about 12 sessions, three, three months, just for whatever one goal is, one, right. let's call it four rungs. Throughout our lives, things happen, things change. Coaching, I did, I, I picked, I'll tell you why in a minute, but I picked a program to get my certifications that I researched because that's just who I am. I've got to dig in and then question and then question my questions. And I went with IPEC, which sounds like it should be an Apple company, but it's not. 
It's the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. It is a very intensive coaching program, but it really does allow you to coach almost anything. So the, the, the basic principles of coaching remain the same. I like transition because of some of my own personal experience. I mean, I, I was very, very, very fortunate to be able to retire early. I mean, it was, trust me, it was through nothing that I did. But what I found, and I guess what I, what I inherently knew, this goes to the whole values thing, what I, I knew but didn't know how to articulate was I had spent my entire life working to somebody else's values. I had been paid a compliment by a family member that I adored. And so that's where I got my degree. And I worked for 25 years in that profession. And I knew right away I wasn't very good at it. I certainly didn't like it. I found my way, but I always felt like there was something missing. So when I got out of the profession, I did a lot of volunteering and a lot of advocating. And I kept finding this common thread, which was helping people achieve whatever it was. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the, the big organizational part. I can do that. Not, not what beats my soul, not my value. My overarching value is service. So I chose these transitions, transitional coaching and retirement coaching specifically because it's something that I can relate to. Most people in my age group, demographic, we're right there on, we're getting our COVID vaccines, give you an idea about how old I am. It's scary. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it is scary. So, you know, a couple of things there. First, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll mention this because you, you've, you've mentioned values several times here. And I, I really, I, I couldn't stress it enough myself. And I'll, I'll tell you a quick little story. Lauren joined the firm, what, five or six years ago? Yeah, it's okay. good. It feels like forever. It feels like a long time. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but um, a, f- a few years ago, I said, look, I'm, I'm going to put you through this business planning process. And she's like, okay, you know, great. The, and, and we do this with my coach, by the way. The first part of the, the business planning process has nothing to do with business at all. It has to do with yourself. It has to do with uncovering what your values are. And I think it was a, it was a, it was a deal that you, I mean, you were... I don't know if you're prepared for that. I mean, it was an entire day. Uh, I mean, a three-day business planning, an entire day, eight hours was dedicated to looking within and how I view the world, how I view success. It just, I mean, really coming down to what values are for me, what, how I describe certain things. I mean, it was, it was. I mean, it, it gets deep and, and uh, <laughs> you know, you can look, and there's a lot of times you can take a look within and not really like what you see, but then my coaches, I'm sure you do, Cindy, Give give your client the power to change some of that. Exactly. So we do this on a yearly basis. This is why I've been telling you about doing it. I do this every year. I go through the same deal because people's values change over time. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They do. Absolutely. They do. And again, you can do things. I don't advocate it. You can do things that are not in keeping with your value system, but we all know what stress can do to us physically, emotionally, and and it can wreak havoc on our relationships. 
So identifying what your values are is it's critical to to being an honest, authentic person in in your relationship with other people, but also in your relationship with yourself. And I am a I am a huge fan of different assessments for different situations. Ultimately, all of them go back to finding values, establishing establishing that 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 baseline, that 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 foundation, that's a better way to put it, for 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 who you are because that's what you build from. That's when you hear I just I just heard myself do it. The the change in energy, the excitement, that that's what you want to listen for. When you when you hear that You've got something. You've got something to hang on to and build from. Conversely, you hear the you hear the voice go down. Something's not right. And and so that's where we dig in as coaches. That's where we dig in and and we start asking those probing questions, questioning the thought process. One of the things that that's gotten a lot of press here lately is negativity bias. We've all heard about negativity bias. Uh, well, all you got to do is turn on the news, right? Right. Thank you. Personally, I lo- I like all of the press that it's getting because if negativity bias says that we're going to spend five times more energy figuring out all the things that could go wrong, then the it's, it's five to one ratio. So for every one thing that I go, oh, I suppose that could work. There are five reasons why I'm going to tell myself that is just not going to work, not going to try it, ain't going to happen. It's it's human nature. We can go back to I'm not going out of that cave. There's a mastodon out there. You know, we we can we can take this way back. But 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 the 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 key to coaching is is turning that on its head. But why not? What if? Then I I'd like to think I'm a little deeper than that but that, that that's the basis for it right cindy tell us a little bit about retirement coaching because that's kind of that's really who's listening to this or, or people who are retired or getting ready to retire or thinking about retiring so what would you say to somebody who's getting ready to retire because I, we deal this with with our clients a lot there's some sad stories out there about some of our clients yeah. that are retired there's also some very great stories out there Talk, talk to us about what you would say to somebody going through that transition. Especially if there's, you know, certain questions they should be asking themselves leading up to retirement. Right. Other than, you know, our, like, can I afford to retire? We got, we got the, we, we got that stuff covered. It's the mental stuff. You that got we, that. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Good. Glad to hear that. I'm going to say it again. You're going to hear me say this a hundred times, but just like any other kind of coaching, retirement coaching is partnering with the client to define retirement for themselves. Um, And no two people are going to follow the same path. Again, goes back to the values. There are people who are transitioning in or people who might even have stayed too long in the workplace because they don't know what to do. Uh, You know, if I leave, I don't know what that looks like. It's, it's creating that path. It's, 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 achieving achieving whatever the goal is for them. So, um, you know, when you talk to someone who's currently in the workplace or, or even if they're out of the workforce and you say, tell me about yourself, invariably they will say, I am an engineer. I'm a lawyer. I'm a financial planner. And they identify with those titles. 
But those titles are just that. They're titles. And there's a person inside. That's what's a lot more difficult to find, especially if we've been in the workforce for umpteen years. And we've been fed as a society this, oh, my gosh, everything is going to change. The, you know, the heavens will open the day I walk out of the office with my box of photos and pilfered office supplies, you know. And that's not the case because, you know, it's a sad truth. We've we've all seen people that just kind of fade away when they leave. Here we go into the values. Huge fan of some of the the different assessments. I'm certified in several. All of them ultimately go back to attitude, the way we function, all, all boil down the essence is values. So, but, but there are some exercises specifically for those, well, well, we'll just say in retirement, it could be pre, post, whatever, that can be really, really helpful to your clients now. They can start thinking about these things even without a retirement coach. For example, sometimes we've got to go backward to move forward in the sense that we get so much into that persona that we've created that we don't have anything that fulfills us at that spiritual level. So the 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 coach might ask something like, what did you and do what did you enjoy doing as a child that you stopped doing when you had to grow up and be an adult? That one that one generally there's a there's a long pause and you can kind of see them going back. And that one produces some fascinating, fascinating aha moments. A similar one that I've heard is, when you were a child, what were you willing to continue to do knowing that you were going to get in trouble for doing it? (laughs) That's a big list for me. Well, and see, that's just it. But there's a passion there that can be tapped. It, It might be the first time in a long time that somebody has has felt that, oh, yeah, I remember that feeling. Those to me are, are, are really those are those are great questions. You know, you can start taking, and I highly recommend this, start taking small steps toward what you think retirement's going to be and, and start those transitions early. And this is a time to really dig into the values because one person might want to spend time with family. Uh, another might want to volunteer or mentor some people, their, their be-all, end-all is traveling. This is what they have saved for. But it's important to know what your value is and what someone else's is. And if you've got a couple in retirement, then that that's something to consider because both people need to be a part of it. So may I give you a couple of examples? Absolutely. Please yeah. do. And, I, you know, to, uh, Lauren just passed me a note over here. What 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 she would have kept doing as a kid that didn't even know she got in trouble. That wasn't supposed to be aired. It, well, it was eating candy. That was. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that's a passion. Oh, I love food. You, I love to travel. You and do. Eat you eat candy every and, every day. I mean, you're a candy. I mean, it's eater. not as much about candy as food and experience, <laughs> but that's anyway, neither here nor there. Okay. But my value's still alive. That's the whole point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, I, and I'm keeping it alive. That is who I am. Yeah, that's who she is for sure. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, please give us a couple of examples that our listeners can listen to, and then and then you know tell tell us why. After you give us a couple of examples, tell us why you feel someone going through this transition should hire someone like you. 
as a result of my my former career, I was a uh, I was an interior designer, worked solely for commercial architectural firms. I am not a good designer, not a good designer. I am much more of a motivator, people person. I always said I was the social chairman and did some stand up just to get people moving. That's I, I was able to do okay because I found my place. But I used to do art as a kid. I just loved any kind of art, craft, whatever. But I totally stopped doing anything creative when I got around these people that I worked with day in and day out who were amazing. So without telling anybody, I went down and signed up for an art class. I was not as bad as I had made up all these years in the workforce. So if, for example, you you think you want to try art, don't sign up for a, a one-month pottery class in Nova Scotia. Do do a, a, a an art class in Houston. Go to Glacelle. Go to Wash or, or the Art League. Um, and if you love it, then, you know, take that trip. Immerse yourself in it. But you can make these little forays into these these different areas while you're still working baby steps we talked about baby steps little okay those are the those are those intermediate rungs on that ladder right right those are those are huge i i'm going to digress here for just a second i have a friend whom i adore who's a coach and she says that the 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 coaching is like tickling you are not able to tickle yourself but someone else can tickle you i like that that's good isn't that great? I love that. So, and that's, that's exactly what the coaching is about. So same thing on cruising, you know, don't, don't start out with that around the world cruise. If you've never been on a cruise before, go out of Galveston, whatever, but it's, it's the little, it's the little things. If nothing else, it will tell you what, what is not your passion, but hopefully it will start giving you an idea of what is. And then that's the segue into, I I really do feel that a way to really propel coaching from the get-go is some of these assessments. I I love one of them. It's an energy energy leadership index, which is, it's not a personality assessment. It's uh, It's an attitude assessment. And that one is really powerful. I like personalysis as a, it's like three personality assessments in one, but again, it all goes back to value and in finding out what that is and in working with the client. So in terms of working with someone like me, it keeps you from doing the flailing that I did. I mean, it wasn't all bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. But when you work with a trained certified coach, they can get to a level of of questioning that comes from a place of of true understanding of of how the mind works of of moving you from where you are which just feels stuck into a place of of real action of of excitement of enthusiasm the the coach the the, the coach will listen to what you say read it back to you and then when you hear it and it, you start taking it apart, then you can see the flaws in your thinking. And when you see that, then you, as the, as the client, 
can start going, oh, well, I, I could do this and, and I could do this. And that's where those incremental goals are, are achieved. The, the, the thing, one of the things that separates coaching from therapy, real briefly, therapy is taking you from the past when you're not functioning well to the present where you function. And then coaching takes you from a functioning place in the present to a place of forward action in the future. And in order to get there, in addition to setting the goals, there's an accountability piece. The, the coach is going to hold you accountable. In what time frame are you willing to make this change? What might keep you from keeping this change How com- uh, to making this change? How committed are you on a scale of one to 10? There are there are tools that we use as coaches that that keep you on track. It's a formula. It's not formulaic, but there is a formula, a structure that, that is just really beneficial. And uh, you, you forge this relationship between the client and the coach, and, and the client becomes comfortable enough to really share and dig in deep with the coach. Cindy, let me ask you a question. You know, when we talk to clients a lot and they're, you know, they're talking about retirement, say, you know, do you have plans for retirement? And I'd say nine times out of 10, everyone wants to travel. Part of me wonders, sometimes it's people that have never really traveled before. So honestly, might not even know that they enjoy travel. I think they think that's what you're supposed to do. So, I mean, is it safe to Mm -hmm. say if you really don't reflect and look into what's, what your values are and what's important to you prior to retirement, you might go start trying to do these things to make you happy because you think they should, but if they don't align with your values and what's actually important to you, I mean, can you be satisfied by that? Or will you, you know, how does, do you see a lot of those type of examples? Absolutely. Yeah. You nailed it, Lauren. You absolutely nailed it. And you use the right word. You use the word should. And as soon as a client says the word should, that's when you question, is that your value or is that somebody else's? Where, where does that come from? Perfect example. Travel is the one, well, this is what I've been working for and now I get to travel. Well, maybe it really is travel, but is it about the history? Is it about just being with your family? Is it, you know, what, what is it? And that's where you dig in. Yeah, and I got to think, you know, again, I'm a huge advocate of having a coach. And I know that that transition, I see it all the time with almost all of my clients going from working for their whole lives into this retirement. You struck, you struck a chord when you, you know, I, I think that you can help them reach a level of enjoyment and satisfaction in retirement than they may otherwise. And look, let's face it you know, times of the essence, you know, yeah. and we, you know, we all only have so mm-hmm. much time and I, and using someone like you, I think can help expedite that, that retirement enjoyment. So Cindy, great stuff. We really appreciate you being on. Give us a phone number. How can somebody get in touch with you if they want to talk to you? Oh, uh, Jeff, Lauren, uh, thank you so, so much. And Patrice, sorry, didn't mean to leave you out there. <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn. Um, Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, not creative, Wiley, W-Y-L-I-E, coaching, phone number 713-562-5566, and email is cindy at cindywileycoaching.com. 
Great. So all this will be on the website, our website, greenfinancialgrp.com. You go under, where is it going to be? It'll be under the podcast. So wherever you go see the podcast for this episode, we'll have some show notes and then there'll be Cindy's information right there. You'll be able, to, you'll be able to contact her there. So greenfinancialgrp.com. You can also call us at 713-244-3030. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.